Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch. And today I'm sharing with you a bonus round interview with Jess Omley, who was on the podcast earlier this week. Lately, I've been sharing these bonus round interview questions only inside the Talent Development Think Tank community on our member-only podcast. But this one was so good, I wanted to share it on the Talent Development Hot Seat as well. It's hard for me not to share this great content with everybody out there who might be listening because Jess has so much great things to say. And I wanted to share this with you. But again, normally I'm sharing this inside the talent development think tank community uh, of which Jess is a member. And I'll tell you more about that again at the end of this uh, interview. But at first, if you have not yet listened to my full interview with Jess Omley about the importance of curiosity and taking a consultative approach to learning and how to accelerate your career success in learning and development, make sure you go back to the previous episode and listen to that and then come back and play this one. This is a shorter episode where I asked Jess some questions about her career, including her biggest success, her proudest moment, her biggest mistake in her career, the trends that she is following in learning and development, the books she recommends, and her advice, career advice for those of us in talent development. All right, here is my bonus round interview with Jess Omley. Enjoy. Hey, Jess. All right. We are back for the bonus round of a few questions for you in about five minutes on your own career. We talked a lot about your career already and some of the things you've put in place at WEX. What's been your biggest career accomplishment or proudest moment to this point? I do think that my current role, one of the things that I was tapped to do was centralize our training across the entire division. And what that meant was a great deal of change because we we're at the point when I started that we had one-on-one training everywhere throughout the company. That's how people were onboarded. And that happens very organically. You're good at what you do. So I'm starting, I'm gonna sit with you, you're gonna show me. Well, that doesn't scale when a company is growing very, very quickly. 
And so, and there's also probably a lot of duplication happening. And so at the point that I think there were like requests for 20 new trainers across the organization one year and the CFO said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Until you can prove to me that there isn't any duplication in this training happening, we can't, we can't hire anybody else to do this job because it was all one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So that's when I got tapped and we took everyone who had been a one-on-one -on -one trainer, moved them all into a team together and began to work on eliminating the duplication that was existing between areas within the training. And we eliminated a ton. And what we ended up doing was we were able to do more training with less, with less facilitators. And so at that point, then we could execute the next level of what I thought the plan could be, which was to go to a blended approach and not spend time in classrooms with people reading PowerPoints. So if it's just gonna be that way, let's put it online in an e-learning format, and then let's bring people together in a classroom in a way that is engaging and collaborative and hands-on as possible. So our facilitators really had to become then true facilitators. So that was the two steps. So we split the team into designers and facilitators at that point. So now we've got designers and facilitators um, and we did the online e-learning video combined with the lab. And now the third piece of that stool, we are just in the final stages of integrating, which is a structured on the job training approach. So how do we make that consistent all the way through? And then we flip back and forth seamlessly between those three components over and over again. That's basically our strategy. So I think the accomplishment I'm really proud of is taking that team, combining it, creating a whole bunch of change across the organization because folks felt like they were losing their trainers. So how do you get to the point where, no, what you're getting is so much more. So leading that change across the organization and then even doing more with less, going to that blended model and once we did that, then we were asked to start taking on customer education as well. So the, the scope of what we do continues to grow because we become more effective at what we're doing. Love it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Flip side, Jess, what has been one of your biggest failures or mistakes in your career? What did you learn from it? I went through a period in my career where I said yes way too much. So mm -hmm. I'm saying yes not even in career, but overall to many things, to volunteer, to kids things, to over and over again. And I was just overworked and overtaxed and had to really learn the hard way that just because I can doesn't mean I should, uh, which is a good thing for leaders to learn in general. And I also had to learn how to say yes, really strategically. So my yes now is I ask the question, does this align with my talents, goals and values? So I had to first define what those were. And I know you talk a little bit about that in your book even, but yeah. how do you, how, does it align with your talent goals and values? And then the other flip side of that is if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? Mm. That was the hard thing I had to learn as well was, hey, this sounds great in the moment when I say yes, but now I'm going to have to spend all this time away from my family or I'm going to get less sleep and my health is going to suffer. And both of those things happened. Yeah. And those are the things that you, you know, those are the things you cut when you've got the, the responsibility to somebody external. Well, your kids can wait a little bit or you're not going to exercise that day or you don't get enough sleep. And then it just you start to spiral downward. And I got pretty burnt out. And so I've learned that saying yes is a strategic thing mm -hmm. um, more so than 
just a nice thing. Yeah. And I would even say think tank to me was one of those things, Andy. I considered it for quite a while because I knew if I said yes, I wanted to say yes. Mm, and be involved. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm with you. I just wrote a post about this yesterday. I haven't posted it yet, but the idea that everything we do in life and our career is a trade off has trade-offs, right? And we're saying yes to one thing, we're saying no to something else. And you know, every afternoon it's you know, five, six o'clock rolls around. Do you work more to get some stuff done? Do you go to the gym? Do you spend time with family? Mm -hmm. Do you go like take a walk and have, or have some fun? Mm -hmm. We get to make these decisions every day. A lot of people don't realize that they're just operating in reaction mode, saying yes to everything. And then it piles up. But as we learn through life, we start to get more strategic with that stuff. So I appreciate mm -hmm. you bringing that up. Cause I think a lot of people deal with that, you know, people pleasing, saying yes to everything, wanting to accomplish a lot of stuff and then eventually burning out. Jess, what's a trend in learning and development, talent development that you're following right now? I am really following the performance improvement, of course, performance consulting pieces, and also the moving from an event to an experience. I think we're going to see more and more and more of that as we move into the future and folks are moving really quickly, which also goes along with the agility that's needed now in learning and development. I think the days of having six months to create a course are going to come to a close pretty quickly here. Mm. So how can we be agile and create experiences that people can dive into right away that they don't have to wait to sign up for an event? Cause that's how we want our lives to be. We don't want to wait for the, the sign up of how to fix our bike workshop. We want to go on YouTube and find it right then and there and do it. Right. So that's, right. that's one of the things I'm following as well. I love it. Jess, I know you're a big reader and learner, but if you could pick one or two books that have had an impact on you or that you highly recommend in learning and development, what would you pick? Well, definitely Multipliers. You and I have talked about that before. I read that book when it first came out and it changed the way that I think about leadership. Mm -hmm. And I have since read it, I think four or five times. Wow. I do a weekly leadership book read with my team, my leadership team at work. And um, we read that book once and they requested to read it again. So it has had an impact on a lot of people. So definitely multipliers. And then also my, my other one that's fairly recent because it's a newer book is Designing for Modern Learning. That was written by Crystal Kadakia and Lisa M.D. Owens. Yeah. They, des they designed a whole model around learning cluster. And if you are interested in going from events to experiences, this is one I highly recommend checking out because that is the whole theory behind it is that learning doesn't happen in a one and done event, but that there's a cluster of experiences that you have to get you towards a learning goal. And the other thing I loved about it is that it takes all of these learning theories we've, we've thought about for so long, you know, everything from Bloom's taxonomy to the Addy model, to adult learning principles, to the five moments of learning need, and it, it adds them all together. So you see where they all fit within the context of a learning experience. So you don't necessarily have to create something new. Sometimes it's just a matter of strategically reorganizing what you already have. Oh, those are great recommendations. And Crystal Kodakia has been a guest on the Talent Development Hot Seat in the past, looking going back to October 2019. So it's been a little while and I've been hearing great things about her new book. So we may have to get her back on here to talk about that. So thanks for mentioning that. Last question for you, Jess. We've talked in our interview earlier about getting into L&D and, and finding career success there. But for anybody, those of us listening in learning and development, looking for ways to accelerate our career success, what's one more piece of advice you would give? You know, when it comes to accelerating career success, I think just be ready before your opportunity comes. 
So don't wait until the role comes open that you want to apply for. Don't wait until you have the job that you're looking for. Start learning about and practicing the profession as we talked about before, before that role post. So that then when you come to the interview with me, instead of just saying, when I say, why are you interested in the job? Your answer is more than, well, I'm just really passionate about it. It's I'm really passionate about it. And here's what I've learned recently that makes me even more excited. Or here's what I've done that's shown me that this is the career path for me. Because then you're given some meat to just the passionate thought that you have in your head. Right. Absolutely. Love that advice and all the advice that you have given so far. Jess, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Love having you in the community and having you on this podcast. And uh, we'll have to do a session around all of this in the community <laughs> soon. But thanks again for coming on. Sounds good. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, everybody. All right. That does it for my bonus round interview with Jess Omley about her biggest career successes and failures and trends she's following. I hope you got value from that as well as all the interviews that we do here on the Talent Development Hot Seat. And I want to remind you, Jess is an active member in the Talent Development Think Tank community. We have over 100 active members now, all of them working in different facets of talent development from North America and around the world. And we're having discussions every week about different things in talent development, performance management, future of work, return to the office, uh, you name it. We are talking about these things and having some really great discussions around them. And this is where people are really sharing what they're working on, their best practices, the mistakes they've made, and networking and learning from each other. If you work in talent development, this is a place to be. It doesn't require a ton of time. Join a couple calls a month, join our Slack group, uh, and I promise that you will get tons of value from it. We have a trial offer where you can join for a couple of weeks to check it out and then decide if you want to stay. For more information, just go to talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. It should all be right there. And if you have any questions, reach out and say hi. All right, talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.